Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the slip opinion syllabus from the Supreme Court of the United States in Rubin v. Islamic Republic of Iran, certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit, argued December 4, 2017, decided February 21, 2018. The Foreign Sovereign Immunities Act of 1976, FISA, grants foreign states and their agencies and instrumentalities immunity from suit in the United States and grants their property immunity from attachment and execution in satisfaction of judgments against them. See 28 U.S.C. 1604 and 1609. But with some exceptions, petitioners hold a judgment against respondent Islamic Republic of Iran pursuant to an exception that applies to foreign states designated as state sponsors of terrorism with respect to claims arising out of acts of terrorism, C-1605A. To enforce that judgment, petitioners filed an action in the district court to attach and execute against certain Iranian assets, a collection of ancient clay tablets and fragments housed at the respondent University of Chicago. The district court concluded that 1610G, which provides that certain property will be subject to attachment in aid of execution and execution and execution upon a judgment as provided in this section does not deprive the collection of immunity typically afforded to the property of a foreign sovereign. The Seventh Circuit affirmed. The U.S. Supreme Court held Section 1610G does not provide a freestanding basis for parties holding a judgment under 1605A to attach and execute against the property of a foreign state. Rather, for 1610G to apply, the immunity of the property at issue must be rescinded under a separate provision within 1610. Congress enacted FSIA in an effort to codify the careful balance between respecting the immunity historically afforded foreign sovereigns and holding them accountable in certain circumstances for their actions. As a default, foreign states have immunity from jurisdiction of the courts of the United States and of the states, 1604. But there are exceptions, express exceptions, including the one at issue here, for state sponsors of terrorism, see 1605AA. The FISA similarly provides a default that the property in the United States of a foreign state shall be immune from attachment arrest and execution, 1609, but 1610 outlines certain exceptions to this immunity. For example, 1610A7 provides that property in the United States of a foreign state that is used for a commercial activity in the United States shall not be immune from the attachment and execution where the plaintiff holds a 1605A judgment against the foreign state. Before 2008, FISA did not expressly address under which circumstances a foreign state's agencies or instrumentalities could be held liable for judgments against the state. The court had addressed that question in First National Citibank versus Banco para el Comercio Exterior de Cuba, 462 U.S. 611 and 628, Bankec, and held that, as a default, agencies and instrumentalities of foreign state are separate legal entities that cannot be held liable. It recognized the availability of exceptions, however, 
and left the lower courts to determine whether an exception applied on a case-by-case -case basis. The lower courts coalesced around five relevant factors, the Bank Act factors, to assist in these determinations. In 2008, Congress amended the FISA, adding 1610G, subparagraphs A through E, incorporate almost verbatim the Bank Act factors, leaving no dispute that at a minimum 1610G serves to abrogate Bank Act, where a 1605A judgment holder seeks to satisfy a judgment held against the foreign state. The question here is whether, in addition to abrogating Bank Act, it provides a freestanding exception to property immunity in the context of a 1605A judgment. The most natural reading of 1610G1's phrase, quote, as provided in this section, is that it refers to 1610 as a whole, so that 1610G1 will apply to property that is exempted from the grant of immunity as provided elsewhere in 1610. Those 1610 provisions that do unambiguously revoke the immunity of a foreign state's property employ such phrases as shall not be immune, see 1610A7, and notwithstanding any other provision of law, see 1610F1A. Such textual markers are conspicuously absent from 1610G. Thus its phrase, as provided in this section, is best read to signal only that a judgment holder seeking to take advantage of 1610G1 must identify a basis under one of 1610's express immunity abrogating provisions to attach and execute against a relevant property. This reading provides relief to judgment holders who previously would not have been able to attach and execute against the property of an agency or instrumentality of a foreign state in light of Bank Act. It is also consistent with the basic interpretive canon to construe a statute so as to give effect to all of its provisions, see Corley v. United States and with a historical practice of rescinding attachment and execution immunity primarily in the context of a foreign state's commercial acts, see Berlinden BV versus Central Bank of Nigeria. Petitioners' counterarguments are unpersuasive. They assert that the phrase provided the phrase as provided in this section might refer to the procedures in 1610F1, which permit, permits 1605A judgment holders to attach and execute against property associated with certain prohibited financial transactions, but which was waived by the president before it could take effect. However, it is not logical to read the phrase as indicating congressional intent to create 1610G as an alternative to 1610F1, particularly since Congress knows how to make clear when it is rescinding immunity. Nor could Congress have intended, as provided in this section, to refer to only 1610F2's instruction that the federal government assist in identifying assets, since that provision does not provide for attachment or execution at all. Finally, there is no basis to conclude that this section in 1610G reflects a mere drafting error. The words property of a foreign state, which appear in the first substantive clause of 1610G, are not rendered superfluous under the court's reading. 
Section 1610G serves to identify in one place all the categories of property that will be available to 1605A judgment holders for attachment and execution, and commands that the availability of such property will not be limited by the Bank Act factors. Also, without the opening clause, 1610G would abrogate the Bank Act presumption of separateness in all cases not just to those involving terrorism judgments under 1605A. Although petitioners contend that any uncertainty in 1610G should be resolved by giving full effect to the legislative purpose behind its enactment, removing obstacles to enforcing terrorism judgments, they offer no real support for their petition that 1610G was intended to divest all property of a foreign state or its agencies or instrumentalities of immunity. Bank Marcazi versus Peterson. Judgment is affirmed. Justice Sotomayor delivered the opinion of the court in which all other members joined except Justice Kagan, who took no part in the consideration or decision of the case.